Welcome, welcome, one and all, to the No Tech Talk podcast. Today it's a great day. Uh, if you're watching the video on YouTube or you just happen to see this clip, I am wearing a hoodie. And I am in Texas because I miss wearing hoodies. And currently, I think it's like 102 degrees outside, but I don't care because the air is on like 71. I just felt like wearing a hoodie, man. Roll ties, so Alabama hoodie on. But like I said, welcome back to No Tech Talk. Well, the only rule here is to have no tact. Today, I have a very special guest. Um, I'm, uh, my, uh, what was the, let me say, they have a very special guest. And I'm, I'm, it's a privilege to have her on here. This lady is a, definitely a woman of God. We got Miss Tamia Ramsey. She's awesome. If you've seen the video as well, she got the hair all did. She's looking good. <laughs> you know, help people get ready for the Zoom calls and stuff. So I appreciate that. And uh, I just oh, want to invite you, you and welcome to listen to this conversation. So how's it going? What's up? Thank you so very much. That was a beautiful welcome. Oh yeah. Um, and for the and four one one, I've been had my hair done like this. Well, no, I'm not saying you got it done <laughs> with a podcast. Well, I'm saying you know you're looking fabulous for sure. Oh, thank you. <laughs> no, but it, it's my first podcast, so I wanted you know to come on and just yeah. be a little bit comfortable, a little cute. And like okay. you said, it, even though it is hot outside, Listen. I'm always cold. So I like. I got my little sweater dress on, yeah. but I don't wear it as a dress. I wear it as a shirt, and I put my okay. pants on with it so I can be comfortable. I just like the feeling of a hoodie, but to be, I don't yeah. know, maybe it feels weird. I just like the, I don't know, something just on me. I don't, I'm going to get one of them weighted blankets or something. I just like feeling that, I don't that feel. Hoodies oh, you like would my, love. My you got one? You would love, I, oh, I collect hoodies, for one. Yeah, for you sure. You would love the hoodies that I collect. I, I got the Lord is My Shepherd hoodie. Okay. But I got the rose gold one, and it's the zip-up joint. What? I got that joint right there. So you I fancy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, got shoes and match everything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got the whole thing. Oh, that's what's up. Yes, sir. So we've been cool, you know, for a minute on Facebook and everything. So I think what sparked this conversation um, was <laughs> I went live uh, with Matt on the American Gospel. Uh, I went live for a little bit when we did the American Gospel yeah. part one and part two, and you were in the comments. And I was loving the comments. For sure. And I wanted to interact more, but I was just trying to get everything we had to say on the wax because that the whole thing was like two and a half hours. Like I had no voice left. I was just done. Tired. Yeah. So I was like, hey, let's get you on the podcast. You definitely have something to say. And even from following you, um, it seems that you've endured a lot. And so a lot of times people will put stuff on Facebook just for sympathy with the comments to have people be like, and then you know, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong with encouragement. But I, yeah. I noticed this even before you were in the, the live, I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. like she is not giving up. And so no I tech. wanted the people, uh, the No Tech fam, whatever you want to call them, right? I wanted the I people- loved, I love that title, No Tech. No Tech fam, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people told me not to do it because they were like, it's a tongue twister, No Tech talk. I don't care. Mm -mm, no, the, un the unapologetically <laughs> real. Yeah, Be honest. Well, I love it. Because people tell me all the time, like you have no tech, and some people mean it as an insult. I've been told Other all my life. Yeah, right. Other people mean it like, oh, I get it. Um, but what I found is that, you know, in a lot of situations, as you know, uh, I don't care. And what yeah. what better thing not to care about than your own spirituality? What people think you, know what I'm saying, but it's like. Mm -hmm. I definitely don't care when it comes to people, you know, trying to tell me, oh, you too churchy or you too, not, what, you can call me Jesus boy, whatever, but I'm, I know who I rip. And so anyway, so in your story, 
which I definitely want you to tell, start to finish, or all the details. Uh, right. I felt that you know you had a testimony. I felt that um, you had something to say. And usually, people, creators, whatever, podcasters, whatever, they know when somebody has something to say that's worth telling. And I yes, wanted to sir. give you the opportunity and the platform to tell it. Thank so, you, and I appreciate you <laughs> inviting me to your platform so that I can actually. Yeah. You, you, God had literally divinely connected us. See, the yeah. thing is, God had told me to start using my Facebook for ministry. Okay. And the reason why I outpour in such a different way is because God had taught me how to suffer correctly. And what mm. I mean is, like, even while you're in the midst of your storm, know how to still keep your joy, know how to still encourage yeah. yourself know how to still worship and pray and not be moved by what you see or what mm -hmm. you feel or um and so like when when i like you said when i see certain people on facebook and they're posting certain things you know a lot of times i don't respond because it's just like um not everything that you say um you know all, all attention isn't good attention. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. And then it, it's the way that you say it. What you say, it manifests things. Mm -hmm. So if I'm going to say something, even if I'm feeling pain, okay, I'm not going to claim, like say I was born with sickle cell. Right. I'm not going to say I'm in a sickle cell crisis. I'll say I feel mm -hmm. pain or I feel the spirit of so what about you the power of your spirit. words when people say, so like if you say, okay, cool, I have sickle cell versus saying, you know, the doctor I, told me I would me say I, I was like born that. with sickle cell, okay. but sickle cell does not have me. So I have words, been healed, right. delivered, transformed, redeemed. I have the victory over it. Okay. Um, because God had said that he, he gives us the victory over all things. He gives us the power. Um, so when I had prayed, actually, um, I prayed that God would show me young adults that are truly seeking mm. after the kingdom, men and women that could come together from all over the world. And I've seen revival going on. Mm -hmm. And I saw those that are really, really digging deep spiritually and really, really dissecting i mean dissecting the yes. word of god the bible ready over here okay highlights not, <laughs> not just over here you know playing with the yeah. bible but i'm talking about you sitting down and you know how when i read the bible yeah i'll take one verse and dummy it down and ask the holy spirit dummy it down for me so i can write it down and yeah. write what you mean god because you know with all these different versions it's like the whisper game. Somebody can mm -hmm. say something, and by the time it comes back around, it will appear as a whole different meaning. But mm -hmm. I say, God, no. Before I read my word, I pray. I say, God, no. I need you to speak to me through this word. Yeah. You tell me what you're saying. I don't want to hear any other voice but yours. I want to know exactly what you mean. So I pray mm -hmm. before I read, and I, I dissect. And if there's words I don't know, I get the dictionary. Yeah, I yeah. look up synonyms, antonyms. I break it down. I don't care what it takes, but you yeah. gotta study it. And so, with so many people, is the thing is, 
They're so distracted by the things of this world. They don't even have the time. They, they're, they're bad. The Bible sit on mantles and they collect dust. That's what I, I noticed. So you, you you use the physical Bible because I have an iPad I use that I can do. So what, what's the difference for you? The tactile feeling it or what? Let me tell you something. When you use okay. a mobile phone, yeah. a, a mobile a Bible yeah. on your phone, okay? The enemy, he's going to use a spirit of distraction. Every because every time you try to <laughs> read your Bible, all these alerts are going to come. All these people are just going to start calling you out of nowhere. Yeah. That's what, That's what yes. I got in my iPad, though. That's what I got in my iPad because my phone is all, it's going off right now, even though airplane mode because it's still on Wi Fi. <laughs> so I'm like, man, I got to oh, wow. like push this phone away. That's why yes. I got the That's iPad and I use it there. So I, I think it says a lot, too, about having an actual Bible. And so I, I love seeing mm -hmm. it because it took me back to uh, new, my New Hope days back in the day with my dad. And, uh, you know, a Bible then, or, like, or even now, really having like the highlights in there, you know, you never want to mm -hmm. see somebody with a newer that looks new. Unless it's like a brand new Bible, we get nah. that. It was a thing. Like, you got a new okay. Bible, that's a sign that you don't yeah, really read You feel it. me? Right. And so you want to see that person with the old, with the tape on the back, you know, <laughs> had to put it back fire. together, coffee stain and Psalms 23, <laughs> whatever, right? And so that's what you want to, so I always thought about that. I was like, my iPad looked too new. I, I said, I need to let people know I've been using this. <laughs> Did you drop it on purpose? Hold on. No, no, I'm just saying, but like, you know, we kind of go mobile and stuff now. So like, I make sure, because yeah. especially I'm saying the church, you know, I mm -hmm. don't have like the one with the data on it. So it won't, none of the push notifications come in. So, I, you know, it's mm -hmm. just straight iPad and Bible. So I yeah. definitely get that and having no distractions. That's, uh, I'm sorry. But you know, it, the funny thing is I used to, when I was younger, I, I never understood why my dad, he had this old Bible since he was a kid. Yeah, and it I'm talking about it, uh, it was fall, it fell apart in three different sections, and then there were certain whole books that would come out of it. And I'd be like, Dad, well, you got this thing hold you know, held together by rubber yeah. bands and everything. Staples you take wherever yeah. you go. <laughs> and I said, And we done bought you brand new Bible, it got your name on it, and it's it's you know, like you know, it got a case and everything. Oh, Why don't you ever carry this? Like, nah, it's not the same, it's not the same, yeah, you know what I'm saying? When and so and I when I as I got older and when I got my Bible and once I I really really yeah. transformed and I really really sold out for God and I was like it's all or nothing I'm not going halfway I'm when I say I'm I'm fasting praying endlessly without cease I'm reading dissecting I'm doing all kingdom things first I'm putting yeah. you first middle last everything in between it's just all about menu mm. it's all about that sweet spot it's all about that intimacy so I'm what does that my look Bible like if i'm going to the grocery store <laughs> i don't what, care where what does that look like for somebody who is trying to build a relationship it sounds like you're very seasoned in this right so like if i'm a mm. baby christian i'm still on milk all right what does it look like? And like, like we just talked about before this, like you're in your war room. I don't know if y'all, y'all yeah. seen that movie before, but a war room is where you go in battle yeah. you know, for your life spiritually. Yes. Right? And so what steps did, so I'm, I'm assuming you had like a background in this, but like in building your faith and building a relationship for yourself and not just because mm -hmm. the mom and dad might've told me the preacher, what does it look no, like? They the couldn't beginning? get me there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what does it look like for you when you started out in the beginning of how somebody could do that for themselves? 
in the beginning, it was literally God's voice that called me out. Mm -hmm. um, and it was on my deathbed that God called me out. Okay. And so I'm laying in the hospital room and I have, uh, I remember that day like it was yesterday. I have two different IVs hooked to me. I have blood transfusions on one arm. Mm. I have uh, antibiotics and uh, medication um, for pain in the other arm. Yeah. I have uh, chest tubes and I have um, blood pressure cuff on my leg because my arms are too tiny. I have, um, Holy Spirit help me. I have a catherine because I can't move. Yeah. And God called me out. He said, um, I need you. I said, I, I want you to look around for a second. And he said, look very closely. And he said, even though you might physically see these things right now, mm -hmm. he said, remember when I told you at the age of two or three, and when I kept giving you those visions, when that when you are older that you're going to be set free and that you shall never see another hospital or another day of pain or mm. another day of suffering but that ye shall go through these things for the greater for my purposes i need you to suffer for the breaking so that you yeah. can go through the furnace there's something about going through the furnace yourself when you go through the furnace, God, uh, um, he's breaking you and, and remolding you. And he said, I need you to let go and allow me and stop resisting me. Because the more you're resisting me, the longer the process is going to take. Yeah. And so he's, he's, he's like, okay, you want to be healed. You want to be set free. You want to start walking in your calling. Okay. The thing is, I need you to get out of my way. I need you to let go. So we got to realize first that we are not, you know, uh, we are not our own. We, we, we don't own our own body. We don't own um, anything. He calls us. He ordains us. He has plans for us. Mm -hmm. We are literally sit here to sit here, listen to his voice, hold on to it. But you got to clarify, though, right? Because people yeah, I will. think, no, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, I, again, I'm for the people, like you said, I'm saying, so when people say hear his voice, half of the world be like, I don't want to hear what voice, right? It's kind of scary. And the other half would be like, they don't understand that you can hear God's voice, what, like you said, and you're in that situation, you know, you're thinking those thoughts probably negatively in the, in the, uh, in the hospital, right? Mm -hmm. So you, you heard it in a crisis mode, right? And then you can yeah. hear it through scripture. You can hear it through other people. Um, I've got words. So, yeah, dreams. right. And so, like, it's, mm -hmm. if I think everybody's for for me, it definitely has to be scripture. I, I well, I did just recently have a a, a dream. I, I think I call it a vision. We can get into that here in a second. But this my first, my first one. In, Go ahead. It was your first one. Continue. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. So it, I, it's just explaining to people um, the different ways that God can reveal things to you, and you have to figure out. Yeah. God's way it is personal that's what I say it's a lot of people yeah. it's, but it's very personal you might only mm -hmm. hear from God in the shower <laughs> you know you might only hear God on your on your morning run or whatever and but you have to and so my prayer initially was okay God separate my voice from your voice mm -hmm. and a, a good rule of thumb is okay usually God's not going to give you no 
paragraph. It might just be a word. Yeah. I was crying one night over become. Like, become. Mm. I, I got the scripture somewhere in my notes, but I was crying. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I was so, God woke me up. So God woke me up one night. I couldn't sleep. So I was like, I'm going to read the Bible. Because, you know, old school people like, hey, read the Bible. You, you ought to sleep. Because the devil be trying to put you to sleep with the Bible, right? You heard yeah. that. So I was like, um, all right, I'm just trying to go to sleep. So I was reading the Bible. So like, I think it was somewhere in First Timothy, but the word was become. And then I dissected it, like you said, with the be and then the come. And then I put them together. Not like you said, I was researching it. And mm-hmm. I just started, stuff just started coming to me that was so applicable to my current situation. Yeah. But it took the work. So it's not always going to be God, you know, waking me up. But apparently that day he wanted to tell me something because he was molding me. He was transforming me. It got me on this mm-hmm. path of no tech talk and reaching out to different people and having different yeah. conversations. But, you know, some, it, that's what I'm saying. So I don't want people to be afraid of, of, no. of stretching themselves spiritually. When, 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 when God says um, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, that right. means, you know, you fear God because of his wrath because you know that uh where eternity is you know and if his his wrath is real but see like the fear of the lord is the love of the lord and people they uh they get that mixed up they they don't understand that god is saying love me enough to keep my law keep my commandments to hold on to me mm-hmm. love me enough to sacrifice the very things that you keep so dear to your heart love me enough to put me first mm-hmm. love me enough so that i can come to you in a very personal way right you know love me enough so, so and um and sacrifice you know sometimes it might be food sacrifice the things that take up most of your time sometimes it might be the tv sacrifice yeah. sometimes it might be facebook instagram it might be your phone yeah. whatever is taking up most of your time sacrifice that but sometimes he'll come to me and he'll come to people in very different ways for me mm-hmm. at first it began uh sometimes it began in visions and dreams then uh it, it would be a clear voice yeah um then it became so intimate after a full commitment and and to where i'd literally be talking to god and i would actually see myself as if i were like a two-year-old and like as if he was my my big pop pop and and sometimes you would hear me actually talking to him like you know daddy and 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 Mm -hmm. Telling him the things that are going on when I'm speaking in tongues, my my tongues would change into about 15 different languages. And then God, um, he would alarm my right ear anytime he's like, I need you to wake up and listen to me. Or Mm. if something's going on, he's like, be still, I'm about to tell you something. I'm about to reveal something to you. So he'll make it personal. He'll make it known to you once you are very dedicated and that you know, um, well, once you position yourself to hear from him, you know, because the position is very, very important. It was really realizing how insignificant we are in the the grand scheme of things. 
And yeah. that's what I had to, I think, cause we, you know, you call them the basics, like basketball, like dribbling. I always think about basketball. I don't think about spirituality, honestly, because they always say go back to the basics. You have a really good guy on the court and it's not like he's doing anything fancy. He just has mastered the basics. And so when we were, yeah. so it's like always going back to that, you know, that childlike faith to remembering oh, I ain't nothing. Like, you know, my works are as filthy rags. Like, just understand. And it's not like you downing yourself or nothing, right? I was like, I don't no. want to be like that. No, it's like, no, it's like, God loved us so much, right? You know, John 3, 16, he gave his only guys. So I start from there. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, but when we come to a place of praise, and we get to in that moment, it's like, okay, I have to understand, like, everything that I have, this hoodie I got on, that dress you're just talking about, the vibe or whatever, right, is because of God. And so you, yeah. you got to remove self remove pride you know all out and that's for me especially being a man like Everything. i have to remove that i'm out the way right as a guy just tell me what you want me to hear and so yeah. it's kind of it's, it's it's just a, like you said a breaking down a pruning process talk about that that holy fire right and it's just recognizing and so i when i'm telling people i'm talking to people about god i try to make it don't because okay we'll go on the tongues thing right so earlier mm. Uh, when I was younger, my mom's invited me to uh, speak in tongues. She gave me like a little pamphlet, you know, me and mm -hmm. my dad and stuff. And so it felt weird. But because it was my mm -hmm. mom, you know, okay, cool. I'm going to get it. I'm going to figure it out. Because she said, I want you to have the spiritual gift. She said, you got to want it for yourself. So the first couple of times, I'm just like, oh, this is crazy, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so. I can understand that. Yeah. And that's why, like, I, I want to use specifically to talk about that as well. Because uh, I think I just said this. Um, in a previous podcast is like you know you you can give your life to christ believe jesus died for your sins and that'd be good that'd be it right but yeah. it's it's what level do you want to be at you know how far do you want to take it and so like i, I love superheroes and i wanted powers so every, i'm the guy that leaves the the spider-man movie doing a little pew pew you know i'm trying to make the webs come out right my mom was like hey you have spiritual powers that you can access Okay. And you know what? You you talking about a whole sermon that I just <laughs> preached on two days ago that right. I just preached a whole hour sermon on everything you're yes. talking about. Hey, but yeah, it's just getting people to understand, like just like we want more in work or mm -hmm. relationship, or whatever else, God has given us like legit superpowers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And yes. we were talking we're talking about things like I'll be in the field or something and I'll pray like, you know, peace be still, just like you know, the Russian waters it was on, uh in the, in the ocean. So it was rain. Mm -hmm. You never wanted to rain in the field, in the army. And so, like, I, I've seen it. I've practiced. Try, I, I would pray. I would tell the thunderstorm to stop. And it can't, listen, the first time, sure, coincidence. Second time, hmm, right? <laughs> but I, 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 I be, this is a practice in the field. I would try to stop the rain, and I did it. But that's it. The spirit, spirituality, it yes. is a practice. You it, have yeah, to practice right. Just like anything the works. You have to practice everything. You have to practice laying prostrate. You have mm -hmm. to practice getting up early in the morning. You have to yeah, practice yeah. Um, um, praying and fasting. These things, you have to build yourself up to it. Yep. Change doesn't come overnight, you know? And definitely, uh, uh, you know, a spiritual walk and walking straight and narrow, that surely does not come overnight. Mm. That takes a lifetime of transformation, mm -hmm. okay? God works on you. And once you're very honest with yourself and being very transparent with yourself about what areas that God reveals to you, let me see, what person haven't you forgiven yet? What um, yep. what sins 
uh, that you forgot about, the Holy Spirit will bring to your your spirit that you yeah. didn't repent about. Um, let me see. What did you say out your mouth that you might have cursed yourself or somebody mm-hmm. about? Have you repented on that? Um, you know, it, it can go to so many different directions, but the thing, the thing is the Holy Spirit, it will, the Holy Spirit intercedes for you. And that's why it covers you. It'll, it will come to you in a very secret place in a very secret way. When you're in alignment with God, when you're in, yeah. you know, shut in and praying and actually seeking God's face, you know, um, you just got to keep knocking. You just got to keep knocking mm-hmm. spiritually at his heart. And he's going to open up to you. Because the thing is, we feel like we're chasing after God. Mm-hmm. But it's actually the opposite way around. God's been chasing after us our whole life. He's just waiting. <laughs> he's, he's been waiting. waiting. He's been yeah. knocking at the door. We've been the ignorant ones that's been shutting the door. Not now. I don't want to be saved right now. I don't want to be converted right now. I'm mm-hmm. not ready to stop drinking. I'm not ready to stop smoking. I'm not ready to give up these friends. I'm not yeah. ready to uh, stand separate. I'm not ready to take on that responsibility, even though I know that I'm called and appointed and anointed and supposed to, you know, be by myself. I'm not ready to, you know, like people are not holding themselves accountable. Well, at the same time, there's some grace in that though. So how do we we get through that? Because obviously the flesh is super strong, right? And so like, when getting to that a place where you, you so i i knew that's the, i use myself as an example i knew i had something mm-hmm. in my life i didn't care mm-hmm. i thought i had time right mm-hmm. that's that's what i think the problem is people think they have time they might they might know all the stuff that we're talking about but i got time mm-hmm. i'm still gonna do my stuff and my then lord. life keeps getting worse and worse and worse and so it's like my lord now that we're in this extreme example <laughs> now okay now god now i'm at the last you know, a little notch. Yeah. Okay, God, you know, now I need you. Now now I do what it takes. And it's just yes. that cycle. You know, Jonathan McReynolds was just talking about, you know, cycles. Cycles. I, am. I love I'm going him. Inside. That's what, why is that yes. song, why was that song so popular? Because we, it was tapping into, I want to say 100%, right, of the world <laughs> about the it's cycles the that we're in. And it's, it was such a broad topic. So, but if you talk mm-hmm. about your relationship with God, it's like, all right, I'm going to do right. So let's just say one, first week I'm going to do right. Uh, it's getting a little bit harder. And whatever our advice is, drinking, smoking, whatever, right? And then mm-hmm. you fall. Okay, now I'm going to try to do it again. So it's just a cycle. It keeps going and going and going. And that's, that's yeah. the sad part about it is when you really take time to look at, man, I ain't done nothing, oh, spiritually, of course, with mm-hmm. my, like, my relationship with God. I'm in the same place I was two years ago. I'm in the same place I was when I was – the first became a Christian. You right. man, if you're not moving forward, let me tell you. And you people, that's the thing. People think they're in the same place. Yeah. But if you're not, if you're not excelling right. spiritually, you're going back. So why is it that we try to break the cycles and everything else in our life, but spiritually? Do you think? Because <laughs> we see all the memes and stuff, right? I'm gonna do better. I'm gonna work hard. I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm a, because I'm a, see, like yeah. the spiritual things. Okay, the, the problem is, people in the U.S. Mm-hmm. They're not even aware. This is the problem. This is the main problem. The U.S. is so comfortable. 
And see, like in Africa, places like Africa and, you know, other countries, they're used to uh, witches being right outside their door and having yeah. like all their things, you know, being sold. And, right. you know, it's, it's very out in the open. But here in the U.S., it, you don't really, they don't really teach on these things. And it's like um, a lot of these churches, they like to preach these cute messages. Mm. They like to preach about, you know, um, oh, you know, the the blessings of the Lord and the outpouring. Yeah. Prosperity. And, you know, like they like yeah. to, yeah, they like to preach those, those messages to get you hyped up and, oh yeah, financial blessings. No, you need to teach about the kingdom. You need to teach about hell. You need to teach about warfare. You need to teach about deliverance. Right. You need to do deliverance. For one, mm-hmm. a lot of these churches don't do deliverance. Well, people, get, people get scared you need from to, a, a standpoint from a preacher. Prosperity keeps people in the doors. If you start talking about hell and the other side, then it's like people get scared. But see, we're held accountable for that. Right, right. That's the problem. It don't matter if they leave. You got to say it anyways because you're going to be held accountable Mm. because it's better to not know and to do than to know and to still not do. So if you're a shepherd and you're not properly training up your sheep, you're going to pay. And not yeah. only that, but your your church is going to fall because God does not like ignorance. Mm. God is a God of order. And see, the thing is, okay, um, with, with the U.S., they're, they're so comfortable to where they feel like, okay, I, I'll only pray when, you know, I'm in a time of need or mm. when something bad is going on. No. You're supposed to pray without ceasing. You're supposed to get up early in the morning as the Bible says, early in the morning shall I speak to you. You're supposed to, um, uh, when, they're, they're, when, they're, when they're talking about as far as you're supposed to call these things, you're supposed to rebuke in love. Mm-hmm. You know, you're supposed to correct in love. Um, you're supposed to expose things so that people can get set free. It's not yeah. what you do, it's how you do it. It's do, do it in order. Do it to where the person's comfortable. Don't do it in front of the congregation. If it's something that you know that, you know, it, it, it's not for, it's, some things are not for everybody to hear. Yeah. You know, pull that person to the side and, and say, okay, you know, God had revealed this to me. I need to speak with you and maybe I can help you with this, uh-huh. whatever. But if you are a shepherd, my God, I pray mercy if you do not teach on revelation, yeah. if you do not teach on spiritual warfare, because everything, we're not even, the thing is, this is just a, 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 a temple, but we are spiritual beings, and right. we're just passing through everything, and, and the warfare that we're fighting against, everything that's in spiritual places. We, we fight not against flesh and blood, but of against principalities mm-hmm. in high places. So if you don't teach these things and teach them how to properly pray, teach them how to properly fight, you're in trouble. Okay, so, so I'll, I'll, use, I'll use an example. Uh, it's still in the spiritual gifts as well. I don't want to get off that mm-hmm. too much. But so I was at this church back where I'm from. And so they would do like a uh, a call and response. And this church got like, I say a thousand members, right? And mm-hmm. so pretty big church. So on one side of the auditorium, um, 
the lady would start to speak in tongues mm-hmm. on doing the whole thing. And then there would be a pause. And she, I mean, she'd be going hard. You already knew her voice. Everybody knew the same, but you know, she had like a, a spiritual gift. But then mm-hmm. on the other side of the auditorium, somebody would translate. Yes. This, right. Okay. Edify the body of Christ. Right. We know that. I'm just mm-hmm. trying, this is for everybody else. It's like, it's like spiritual gifts one-on-one, right? So mm-hmm. I loved it personally because my mama taught me about it. Mm-hmm. I knew what was going on. It was amazing to me how it would happen and, and the consistency of it all. But when you tapped into the spirit, because that, that's a praise and worship, if you quiet, everybody already knew, if you quiet, it would do the thing and then we'll kind of just keep going. And But sometimes, this is the kicker, there was nothing to say. So it would just be like quiet for like five minutes. Because right? sometimes, let me tell you. You know, let me look, wait, 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 enemy imitate. Well, no, no, no. I'm saying that, let me get to my point. So when it didn't, so it just showed like, you know, sometimes like maybe she wasn't feeling it, whatever it was, but it wasn't just like every time. Some people think that, some, some people thought that was like orchestrated. And it's like, no, nah, this is real. So mm-hmm. then they moved that section. They quit doing it. Why? Because people were coming to like some of the, the uh, I guess, administration, whatever, and saying, hey, uh, we have members of the congregation who are afraid, who don't know what tongues are. So they, then they tried doing like a, uh, informational classes on it. But then it still got, they got bigger. The church got bigger. More, I guess, newer people coming in. So then now they made it to where, okay, the earlier that morning, if you wanted to come and speak in tongues or speak in the spirit, then you could do it. But for regular congregation service, um, it was mm. different. So, I, so I, I don't know how I'm, saying, I'm on the fence about that because I get it, but at the same time, for, I'm always thinking about that newer person coming in. So, what if you like a new new member, or a new uh, person walking in, right, a visitor, and you come in hearing people speak in tongues? That's kind of crazy, right? I mean, is, from that mindset, what do you think? The problem is you cannot suppress the spirit of God. If God wants to move, yeah, you cannot try to block what God is doing. And the problem is some churches, they have things in such an order mm-hmm. and they have timing for everything, you know, to where you can't, there's, at this time you have to sing, at this time you have yeah. to uh, stand for the word, at this time you have to uh, um do the word um at this time you have to um uh stand up for prayer and then yeah, come to the altar yeah. and the church is over at exactly this time mm-hmm. and it cannot go out of order you know um and people are supposed to come up to the altar at the end you know but and they don't want anything going out of order but see if you don't allow the holy spirit to move that's why i as for me i i rather go to churches where um, they freely allow the Holy Spirit to move. And so you're not saying it was wrong. You would just go things. somewhere else. Well, the thing is, I would have taught, I would have taught and made it aware Yeah. what is going on. Okay. Clarify that the Holy Spirit is talking or the Holy Spirit is moving. Yeah. Clarify what the Holy Spirit is. That, you know, Jesus, the Holy Spirit and the Father God are one. Clarify that the Holy Spirit it it, it speaks to redeem that it, it mm-hmm. speaks to, it's revealing some things. Clarify that 
some people have that gift of tongues. Other people mm-hmm. have the interpretation. Right. And that's what exactly what was happening. So as uh, that person spoke, somebody else, but all of these gifts, they come together. There's the nine right. gifts of the Holy Spirit. They come together for the edification of the body of Christ. And we're supposed to rejoice in, in each other's gifts and, yeah. you know, uplift each other. So they should see, do Some people, there's like... so much jealousy yeah. in a lot of these churches and competition uh-huh. for mantles. And that's what, that's why actually I, 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 I sat down for a couple of years because people would literally get mad because God would show me too much or mm. um, I would know things before, even though um, they already knew that I was called, chosen. They already knew yeah. um, the actual calling over like, my life. Mm, right. They already knew the mantle over my life. But when I started seeing before the prophet, the, the bishop and the apostle, mm-hmm. when um, things would come to me before them, and then I would have to ask God to reveal it to them. And then when it comes to them, it would almost be too late. When their eyes were blinded because they accidentally ordained a fallen angel, mm. which is a witch. And I exposed it before. And that which tore that church up and other churches and everything else. Mm. You got to test these spirits. And that's the problem. And so, but see, this, I, what I loved about God is God, he never allowed me to see the fall of the church. He would move me before. Because I, I never wanted to see, um, God took me somewhere in it, uh, a church one Sunday. And okay. it was in, it was in an international mall. As soon as you walk in, there's nothing but all these statues of all these different gods. I said, oh, my Lord. It's a church? And you got to go through the whole mall. And, oh, the, wow. and the church is at the back. And then there's just a glass door. And you go in and you can okay. sit through to the church. I thank God that there was maybe only five people there. And that we, me and the group that I had went with, had pretty much made the congregation. Oh, wow. Because, let me tell you. So many people are so eager to be on a pulpit or to have a title. Yeah. People are walking in the wrong season. Mm -hmm. Yes, he might have been called, but it was not his season. Yes, he might have been called, but when he read the word, he didn't even have his own understanding. So as he preached and as he taught, I couldn't even uncontrollably, my head kept shaking, no. The Holy Spirit took control of my head. And I kept saying, no, no. Because yeah. he was deceiving the little bit of people that was in there. And I looked at the other men and women of God that I went with. And I said, my Lord, God had told me before when we were praying um, at the beginning of the church, just like the walls of Jericho, this church shall fall. Hmm. And God had told me that even if he did preach a good word before they even uh, crossed over the, uh, the, the border of that uh, church and stepped out back into yeah. the mall, everything that he's done would be in vain because those mm. spirits that are out there would take over. 
And so I said, listen, I, I, I had to pull him to the side after church. Now watch this. He didn't have no wedding ring on, but the Holy Spirit showed me he had a wedding. He was married. Okay. And I said, man of God, where's your wife? And he said, she's, and he paused. I said, don't say nothing. Because again, God will never expose you and embarrass you. The Holy Spirit told me everything. And so I knew that there was something going on. There's a, a spirit of separation and, and some other things yeah. going on. And so then um, and they announced, that's the funny thing, they announced at the end of the church, this is the last service. I said, get out of here. <laughs> wow. Get out of here. Are you serious? God just told me. Okay. At the beginning, at the end of the service, they announced it's the last service. Make sure you might. But everything he preached, <laughs> everything that he preached, I had to, God said, go to every last member. They, mm. they had a feast at the end. He said, correct the word that was preached because he said that he gave them the wrong understanding. So then it was my responsibility to catch up with those five people and tell them the truth. Because if not, because I knew. Mm-hmm. That would have been on me. Yeah. I, so people, I have a story similar to that too. I always, I always tell it. It was just, I can't even remember lady name, man. But so every, uh, never my wife was working late, and I was in uh, Kentucky in the army. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like go to Publix, right? When we were cooking, I get like a little meal from Publix. Yeah. You know, a little deli, whatever. So this sweet lady, man, she was so dope. Sweet lady. She used to always give me like an extra chicken finger, extra roll or something. <laughs> Gave me stuff for free with the meal. So we always chopped and chopped it up. And so mm. one day, I was having a terrible day. I mean, it was a bad mm. day. I was mad. At, it was just the whole thing, right? So I got to mm-hmm. Publix. My wife was still, she working late, right? Same story. I got my food, but she wasn't there. Okay. So I'm like, of course she wouldn't be here because I'm having a bad day. I'm like, I can't talk to my lady, right? So um, so I, I'm all mad at my feelings and stuff. And I walked outside and I saw her sitting on the, uh, the bench. And I felt that that tug. I was like, man, you need to go talk to her. I'm like, no, nah, man, you need to talk. Mm-hmm. I'm having a bad day. So I didn't talk to her. Okay. I was just telling my mm-hmm. folks the story the other day. I, I didn't because I was stuck in myself. Right. I was, I was worried about my own mess and stuff that was going on. And then when I tell you, mm-hmm. I never saw her again. Uh, right. I never saw her again. Like I went the next day, and I asked the lady like the next week. I was like, "Hey, where is so and so?" Oh, sh- oh no, they ain't, ain't know either. She was just. I'm like, this is crazy. And so for a, a long time, I felt so bad because I felt the spirit. Now I, I really, and I, I felt like God was telling me go talk to that lady just to see how she was doing. I didn't do it, and so every ever since then. Whenever I feel anything, I'm like, I got I to gotta be obedient. Yes. And so that's, again, what I was saying is like, it's so important when you feel that tug. Because you got to get, that's why I say, got yourself. Because some people might feel embarrassed. So if you have, if some people, um, like I could say you have a, the gift of prophecy, for sure. For sure. Right? But you could be like an introvert. And so you're like, well, God, like, uh, I don't want to talk. I don't want to go... Uh, go to that person in the uh, grocery aisle, the produce department and tell them I feel something on them or whatever else. They're going to think I'm crazy. They're going to say da, 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 da. But you know, you got that gift. It ain't gonna, you ain't going to always have a perfect situation. 
whatever yeah. God wants you to do. And usually it's going to be something completely out of your wheelhouse. Well, I, and you know, it's like, well, I got to do all these classes. I got to theology school and I got to No, God. And he said, you ain't got to be, you know, you, you ain't got to have the right credentials to do what I called you. Mm -hmm. God gave it to you. You yeah. just got to be willing to do it. And so yeah. that's, that's that hump that I feel like people need to get over. It's like, it ain't about you. It ain't about nope. you being embarrassed. Get out you know, your own way. You can stutter. What was that dude that was making them excuses in the Bible? What's his name? Uh, he was like, um, yeah, it's it when to speak to the people. But then God was like, uh, he was like, no, nah, I can't speak because I stutter. And what's that dude's name? I don't know. It was Aaron or Matthew. Who was it? Uh, Moses. It wasn't Moses, was it? He was supposed to. He was supposed to speak, and then God. He was like, "No, nah, God, I don't want to speak because I stutter. I don't want to, you know, look stupid up here." And then he was like, "Okay, cool." I think it was pretty sure it was Aaron. If I'm wrong, y'all tell me in the comments, whatever. But uh, he's like, "Well, I have him speak for you." So God, like, he's like, he's giving him opportunity to walk in his calling. Mm -hmm. He's like, "No, nah, I'm scared. I don't want to do it. I stutter mm -hmm. or whatever else." And it's so, so I'll equate that to the real world we see the most popular people on the internet or social media of people with like deformities or they might have like a disability hmm. or something. And, like, and we were like, wow, they, they, they made, they eliminate, <laughs> you know, they said, forget you what's know obvious. Something? Go ahead. You want to know something? You're talking to somebody who used to be so open, right? Yeah. But after everything that I've been through, I became an introvert. Okay. But as far as going live and doing things like this, yeah, you be going in, yeah. Every time before it would be such a warfare before, mm -hmm. or I would all of a sudden get so nervous, and I've never been nervous a day in my life. Yeah, I've always right. been very bold. I, I would, well, not back in the day. I used to be like tomboy, very butch. I grew up with. I have um, one older brother biologically, oh. but I have eleven older brothers, and they're all eleven years older and up. Okay. So, I was I was a tough little, you know what I'm saying. I, I was tough a tough little, little cookie, cookie, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I wasn't one that you really wanted to step to. I might have been small, but I came with power. My hands are licensed. I was good, you know. So God had to yeah. really break me down and transform me. And now I'm a lady. So, a lady, <laughs> but see right. the thing is, anytime I would try to go on live, let me tell you, I would literally, I'd be like God. And because of how much I suffered through, now watch mm. this. I didn't been in two comas. I didn't pronounce that over 30 something times. I didn't had brain failure. I didn't had a stroke, seizures, and so much more happened that I'll, I'll explain later. Yeah. And so because of this, so I'm, um, a lot of times I know the scripture, I can quote scripture like that. But if you were to ask me, like, if you ask, you ask me a question, mm -hmm. um, like, who was it or where is it in the Bible? I can't tell you automatically. There's sometimes where I'm so mm -hmm. very transparent where I'll come on and I'll be like, I'm, I'm quoting the scripture, but I'm like, I need somebody to look this up for me. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you what scripture it is and just write it down for me. Mm -hmm. But I know it because I grew up, it's, it's invested it's, in me. Yeah. And I'll say, Holy Spirit, you intercede for me. Holy Spirit, you um, you know, give me a spirit of boldness to stand in my truth, to stand transparent, to stand and tell people. Sometimes I'm struggling right now on live. Yeah. I'm struggling to get this word out. But you know what? It is well with my soul because it is God what it is, is right. going to get the glory. <laughs> and I don't care how I look anymore. Mm -hmm. It had to take, it, it took some time, 
But once I was, I was like, you know what? I don't care what people think. I don't care how you feel. I'm going to be me. You're going to either take me or you're not. You know, but I know what I'm going to do is is, going to bless people. God told me to do this. And I know I'm doing it from the purity of my heart. From the purity of my heart. And I've been, the time that I take, I barely get two hours of sleep a night because I'm up. You got to get some sleep. I'm up. (laughs) But but God is talking to me. I'm up writing my book. I'm up, um, you know, um. Dissecting the word, I'm up listening to God, yeah. I'm up uh, warfare preparing, you know, because yeah. God will wake me up before the enemy even comes. He's like, they're coming, get up. Mm. So I prepare myself. You know, and the only reason why they can legally come to my house is because the house is not equally yoked. Okay? Mm. But see, they can't come in my room, but if you enter my house, this is my house. I have control of this. Yeah. So you're not going to come up in here and think that you're going to attack anybody in my house. I'm covering them because God chose me. Mm. So it's my job to do it. My dad, he, he, he spiritually connects to me. Him, um, it's, it's, there's times God would, would, would wake him and I up at the same time. We literally would be dead asleep. And then all of a sudden our bodies would just sit straight yeah. up. And we'd be like, Holy Spirit, and just go straight in. And it's so Fire. weird. I'm telling you, just for the people that's listening too, she's absolutely right. Like it, it'd be times mm-hmm. where my wife is going through some stuff she can't sleep, and mm-hmm. then she'll call her friend, and she was already up, you know. Yep. And so it's it's kind of like the guy that wears like the the dolphin hat or some some crazy hat while watching a football game, right? Mm. And he was like, whenever I, all I know, it's crazy. But whenever I wear this hat, my team wins. Right, it's crazy <laughs> until you see it mm-hmm. yourself. It's because people see it always yourself, try to like. It's gonna look crazy. Yeah, people it's always try to like, like. Oh, I ain't, I ain't into that spirit stuff, and I ain't, hmm. I, I ain't invite. So listen, all right now, because this, this is real. Mm-hmm. And so when you start operating your calling, whatever your spiritual gift is, whatever, once God shows you for yourself. Oh yeah. Then now, now it's real. And so now you're on the other side. Now, you, you know what I'm saying? So like, that's what I told people the other day. I was like, I got the time to explain it. Because just like you might be able to quote a scripture. My buddy was just telling me this. He was like, Jay, you ain't got to quote all the scriptures in the world. He said, because you can do something I can't do. You can, you can make it plain for the people to hear. Because my, yeah. my friend, Matt, man, he could, I mean, spit out every word. Like, like the book of Eli. That's he the guy that you was on, um, yep, you was on with that he day? Is, you yeah, saw, you saw I how he was speaking, spirit. right? I, I, picked up, Listen, I picked up on his spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he could, I mean, he, I always look, I don't need his call. I'm gonna call him Eli from now on. Cause you remember in the book of Eli, at the end of it, he sat down, yes. had a little white robe on and he just started yes. speaking the Bible word for word. That's how he is. When so I like, say I felt his spirit, I felt his it. calling, I felt you the fire. It. I felt, yeah. my, I, I, when I say, <laughs> I know you by your fruit. I, I know mm. that that's my brother right there. Yeah. And I haven't even spoken to him, but tell him I said hi and tell I him that we got to meet. Okay, and, and ooh, <laughs> God, yeah, so he my told Lord. Me, he was like, no, you have, you have something I won't have. It's vice versa. That's why we're so cool, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, you could say, hey, spirit, recognize spirit. So he was like, you ain't yes, what people can understand. But I'll, I'm always thinking about that person that's new to it, that always yeah. has these excuses. Like, oh, no, I ain't, uh-uh, I ain't finna speak in no tongue. You talking about da-da-da. I ain't finna da-da-da. <laughs> you know, so I, that's what, it's my job. I feel like it's like, all right, dog, you BSing right now. You you just yeah. talking out the side of your neck. I had a, another much. friend. He'd be like, "Well, no, I don't like preachers 
they yell. It's so crazy. He won this whole little rant about yelling preachers. You know, the ones that just, <clears throat> like, in your face, okay, it ain't your <laughs> cup of tea. It's a church on every corner. Yeah. Find the one that's right for you. We do it everything but else. Thank you. you know, thank you. Just like but I see, might go research. Don't, don't jump for the pot to the kettle. Don't, 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 don't go out seeking. You sit still. Mm-hmm. You sit still and you pray and you listen for God's direction. They, they're not doing the work. They say they you. want it, but they're not doing the God work. God, you, you, if you move on your own and just say, oh, because this church has this and that and the other, or because their choir is good, or because he preaches good, or because, you know, I like something about this or the order that they do this, or because yeah. I know a couple people here. No, or I'm comfortable here. Nah, you need to sit under the fire. You need to sit under the anointing. You need to sit under, man, I'm trying to tell you, you got to sit under people that don't mm-hmm. mind putting a pulpit to the side and saying, I got to come out front. I, got, I might have to do something out of order and I might have to, you know, take off my shoes. I might have to get a little comfortable. I might That's have to take out the oil. I might have to, you know, lay hands right now. I might, we have to, might have to lay prostrate. Whatever the voice of God says, we got to do right now. Mm-hmm. Everything you know, got, about I, that is for me, I've got to be yeah. at that type of church. So I can't just can't just be well, people so used to routine right so like they, they're used yeah. to like you said the order of of, of service and i right, get my cup of coffee and that's where religion comes in you're right okay now we get religion so the difference between having a relationship versus religion <laughs> mm-hmm. so even i mean you could be a christian all you want but like i said you got to want that next level you got to want that church that does it for you spiritually for yeah. your relationship so yes, i just sir. don't believe like it, 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 don't get me wrong it's nice i'd be the first person to say oh that was a quick quick little message I got I got what I need and get out no sometimes it ain't like that because mm-hmm. what about the other six days of the week you mm-hmm. know and they'll say well yeah, I, what you- I don't need to go to church you know I, I can I can have church right here yeah you can have church at home but I have church like, in my house every day just like you go to the gym you want to be around people that go to the gym like-minded yeah. folks it's the same thing with church Yes, it is. Wait, they put the church on such a yoke. pedestal, right? They put the church uh-huh. on such a pedestal to where it's everything is like, no, it needs to be like this. I need to have this. It's gonna be a 30 minute message. Yeah, oh, he go, you know, he went over the time. Now I ain't saying keep folks in church yeah. six hours. It's time right? for lunch. It's time for you know, lunch. It's time for I, I'm I, I get hungry just like everybody else at church. You know, mm. <laughs> you can put that aside. But see, the see the thing is the spiritual food will fill you so deep if you only knew, if you yeah. would sacrifice. Take that time. Let that man That's keep the flesh, speaking. Let though, that woman heaven. keep speaking. Yeah. Die to the flesh, they be as the Bible to leave says. Early. Be trying to leave early, See? man. People put that one hand, little one little finger up, and be trying to tiptoe out. You know, yeah, back in the day. Well, so and I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I used to be the same person. I get it, and I, I try to stay into it. But it's, it's just the, the flesh. So I started researching mm-hmm. the flesh a lot the flesh more. Flesh is weak. It is, and understanding flesh how to weak, combat but your spirit that. is strong. That's why, like you said, what we said before, it's putting the reps in to train your flesh. Mm-hmm. Okay, to say, hey, I'm the boss. You know, for lack of better mm-hmm. words, and then yes, and you can grow more spiritually because one gonna win. Oh, yeah. Flesh or the spirit gonna win. You gotta decide which one gonna win. And I'm sure my spirit got to win. Because my flesh and all this, my flesh, all this stuff going to die away. Yeah. And it's going to be gone. And, and heaven is going to be a constant praise session. Heaven what? don't stop. <laughs> Let me ask you no, a question. Don't. Let me ask you a question. I, so mm. I read a book and it was talking about, uh, I love having heaven talk. So it was talking about Ooh. what do you think oh, heaven is going to be heaven. like? Yeah. And so like, 
And people always laugh at me. So I was like, I want, I want, if I never get like, I don't know why they laughing. I want, no, I'm just giving you an example. So like I said, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have super speed. Yeah, that's my power. I want super speed, right? I <laughs> want super speed in heaven. So do you think that's just the me, the flesh right now? Or do, can I have super speed in heaven? I, I want superpowers. And I, God knows I love superheroes, right? At, at the core, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm just asking because people are like, no, 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 that's some just praise. You ain't gonna care about superpowers no more because you're gonna be in heaven. Your spirit. Gonna... So, what you think? But see, like, okay, you want superpowers. Right. But see, the thing is, you already have superpowers because no. you, got, you got God. You got the power yeah. of God. And God gave you all power. Mm-hmm. All power. You can you can speak to the lame and their bones will be healed. You yeah. can speak to the dead and they shall rise. You can speak to the heart of hearing and they shall hear. Right. I can tell you stories for days of people. I, there was a guy that was hard of hearing for 27 years. The Holy Spirit showed me this was Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve showed me that the reason why in a in a dream, he said the reason why. He came out hard of hearing. And mm-hmm. if, if uh, a lot of people don't know, I used to take sign language when I was little. You got to so, teach me some. Um, <laughs> did you see my I, shirt yesterday? It's been yesterday? so long. I have to. Uh, I have the Black Lives so Matter long. shirt and ASA. All I know is like the alphabet and like good morning, you know, stuff basic. But I'm trying to <laughs> learn, learn. But I, I think I need like, I'm and, uh, trying to get my wife to do it, but she don't want to do it. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm gonna go back, but it's it's been so long till yeah. I forgot a lot of stuff, and because I've been in a coma and all it's, the that's what I'm saying. It's a perishable stuff. skill. But see, I still yeah. remember a lot, or the Holy Spirit will remind me um, some things. But okay. I, I also do mind interpretation praise dance okay. too, and I'll, I'll mix it in with uh with um sign language mind, and mine, yeah. and make it you know very beautiful. But because I've had uh, surgery and they they hit a, a nerve and, you know, I had I had full hip replacement. I had it tw- done twice. I was supposed mm-hmm. to have eight more, but God said not so. Um, but I'm going to go back to... The guy with the, you said couldn't hear, I think. Yeah, that guy yeah. on, uh, on uh, Christmas Eve. Holy Spirit. God has shown me in a dream that when he was born, um, the umbilical cord was wrapped around his neck about three or four times. So when he came out, he came out like black and blue and he wasn't even breathing. And so he had actually died for a moment, but they were able to revive him. But the only thing complication was, was his hearing. Okay. And I've never seen this man a day in my life. I had met him on, you remember those old school, uh, like uh, MySpace or- uh, Yeah. Bebo, you know, I met stuff. him on yeah. yeah, I met him on something <laughs> like that, one of those old chat things. And so the Holy Spirit told me on Christmas Day, and my brother was here, my mom, my dad, um, my ex-best friend was here, and my cousin. Uh I think somebody else was here. But the mm-hmm. Holy Spirit told me, go on Skype with him. I went on Skype and, and God said, pray the same prayer that I prayed over the man of God in the Bible that was hard of here. Wow. As soon as I go on Skype, I see a high priest demon standing behind him. And God told me, he said, don't so worry about what? him. A high priest demon standing behind him. He was trying to like, uh, he was trying to like, in, like interrogate me or make me like in fear or whatever. Intimidate, yeah. Yeah, intimidate. So I, but God was like, oh, don't wow. worry about him. I got him. Don't worry about him. God said, just focus. 
lay your, he, he said, lay your hands on the screen and just say, let your ears be open. Let your mouth, you may speak. And I said, say, Jesus, this man jumped. And then all of a sudden, I'm talking about, I promise you that God be my witness. And my whole family can attest to this. They can, can testify to this. This man, in less than five minutes, not only could he hear 100% clearly for the first time in his life, wow. but he could speak 100% clearly for the first time in his life. And he brought his whole family in, and my whole family came over to the computer. Everybody went in high worship and praise and was laying prostrate, and they were, everybody was shouting mm -hmm. for joy. It was beautiful, most beautiful Christmas that we had. Wow. Everybody was in tears, and it was so beautiful. And God said, this is only the beginning, because he's shown me the vision, the big vision. Yeah. So this is only the beginning. This is the first miracle. If you don't even have to be in front of the person, but just lay hands on the screen. And just, just a connection. Yeah, just some type of connection. much more do you think I will do? Wow. And then after that, God wouldn't, like sometimes God would see the church. See, the thing is about the church is, and I'm be honest, sometimes when they don't see the manifestation mm -hmm. of my healing within their timing, they would feel oh, there's something wrong with me or that I must be doing something or, you know, to block my healing or um, that, uh, <laughs> man, there, there was so many things said, uh, said and done. But see, the thing is, God's timing, God's season, God's way, God's will. He knew what was best for me. And a lot of times he would take me back, not to be sick. Sometimes I'd be in the hospital, not even to be sick, but for missions. Yeah. He said, I got to send you back because I need you to work. You're going to do most of your work in these hospitals. The same ones that you lived in. So You're you going don't to think go that, back. So have you ever been angry about the physical <laughs> ailments? I mean, it's, I'm, I'm sure you have. But I'm saying like, hey, God. Oh, when, right? and when so, I didn't have clear understanding, man, I, I'm, I'm human first. Yeah. And God understands that. Be 100% honest. So it's, it's almost like I a would take a walk. if you think about it, right? It sucks to say that, but it's kind of, I feel like when I see somebody, well, for one, like, I, I respect your opinion, obviously, you know, because you've, you've been through a lot. I, ne I hate people ain't been through nothing. They want to tell me Ooh. about something. I don't want a perfect preacher, but that's a whole other story. Anyway, mm -mm. so it's it's kind of like the joke. We use joke. Kind of like joke. Yeah. So God was like, yeah, that's my dog. Go ahead. Do what you need to do. I know he's going to make it, right? So mm -hmm. it's almost like a compliment from your life so far from God. Am I stretching? Okay. Because it's like he knows that you got the threshold to go through all of that and come out still smelling like a rose. Amen. Yes, right? Lord. Yes, but Lord. On the outside, I'm like, dang, mm -hmm. surgeries, blood pressure, sickle cell, boom, 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 stroke. I'm like, goodness. See, if I named everything, I didn't even tell you. I just quickly, you know, just went over something. Yeah, I'm, yeah I ain't trying to make that the, the meat of it. I'm just saying that Woo! from what you've gone through, but it was I my don't blessing. know that it most people 
could still believe that God, you know, God's gonna get the glory. Because if God gonna get the, they'll, they'll say like, well, okay, I've been through all this, so fix me now, right? You know what I'm saying? Cause some people, mm. you could get, let's say you, somebody, I got cancer right now. I try to give my all the glory, da da da, and I want to be healed, but that does mm. not mean I'm gonna be healed. That's that's well, a, see, the part that people don't understand is like you you mm -hmm. can still die from cancer and God still get the glory. Yes, because let me tell you something. Even in my my, I call her my sister because she was my sister and she was yeah. my angel too. She was my angel. We were best friends. My my sister, she was my guardian angel. She had died, mm -hmm. and she knew that she was gonna die. And she was the one that was sent. She always knew when I was having moments of suicidal thoughts and when I had certain things in my yeah. head and I was ready to end my life. And she would call me four or five in the morning. It's the exact moment where I was about to take it all away mm. and say, she would name the hand, name what it is, Goodness. drop it right now. And but see, God had showed her before she was going to die. And she even sat her family down and said, Something happens to me, I want a closed casket funeral. Because I want people to remember me for whom I represented it and not the state that I'm in. Mm. And the when she there was four people in the car. Out of all the people, she chose the back right. And somebody else would wanted that seat and had their stuff. She mm. pushed the stuff over, took their place. I said, you always got so much stuff. She said, no, I'm sitting over here. Mm -hmm. They accidentally made an illegal U-turn. Bam. Brain dead on impact. But even through her death, because of how she lived her life, it was so holy. Mm -hmm. It was so sanctified. It was so pure. I'm talking about down to the T. Mm. Even, even to the things that she ate even if she knew that she shouldn't be eating fast food she'd be like God forgive me because I know I'm not supposed to be eating this I know I'm supposed to keep my temple pure it'd be something so simple mm -hmm. but she took it serious and applied it and she showed me the example and, and I, I said I, when she had died I'm talking about hundreds mm -hmm. of people gave their life to God, came, sold out right. their missionaries, their, their pastors now, they're, I'm talking about doing wonderful works. They're, they're, mm -hmm. they're doing so much right now. And it was because of her. It was because of her. One person impacted, oh my Lord, I'm talking about endless people. And so it's I mean, like, until this day, they're still giving their life. And that was almost just off of her ago. example. And so, it's the so T.D. Jakes. I'm looking at the book right now. He has this um, the crushing. Have you read the book, the Crushing by T.D. Jakes? No, I I have. Look, now I can show you. I I, I brought my <laughs> whole. God said you going to school, right? Bet. <laughs> I read all day long. Now the first book that I read was He Came to Set the Captives Free by Rebecca Brown. Okay. Any minister who works in healing and deliverance, that's the favorite book okay now i got me three binders i'm talking about because god said you got about eight different ministries now I'm, I'm over here scribbling okay yeah i got binders 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 i got folders now what's this 
the weapons of weapons warfare. Of warfare. Yeah. Let me see. Uh, let me stop. And I have. Oh, I read this second deliverance okay. and spiritual warfare manual. Okay. Okay. Powerful. Powerful. The hundred most important Bible verses every leader must know. Okay. I rack up. <laughs> The gifts and ministries yeah, I, I of the Holy one. Spirit. Yep, yep, I got that powerful. one. Powerful. Yep. The women of the Bible for women of color. Oh, do you got to get specific? Okay. That's good, too. A woman of purpose and power. Okay. Oh, yeah, I get specific. <laughs> she speaks. Okay. Uh, it says wisdom from the women of the Bible of the mm-hmm. uh, of the modern uh, black women. So just constantly feeding your spirit. Constantly. With all the in power. the eye okay. of the storm. Yeah. All kind of stuff. But uh, but in, in that have, book though, he talked this about this is what America what? looks like. My oh, journey yeah. from a refugee to congresswoman. Yeah. Man, purpose driven life. I can go on. This is what I do. Okay. <laughs> This is what I do. Um, but what I, 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 I got to get the T.D. Jakes one. Yeah, so it's called Crushing. And I'm going to write that down. It's, it's, I mean, if I could sum the whole book up. it's um, So you got Crushing, and then you have uh, Soar. That was the book he made, like, right after that. After, I probably wrote him at the same time. but So it's he had to get people to understand that no, mm. no. <laughs> what happens when God tells you no? Hmm. And we were just talking about prosperity preaching, but people don't like to hear no. People mm. don't like God wanna da, 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 da. no. <laughs> and so it's and so it's the crushing. So like we talked about, like, you know, I you know, I prune ourselves down to, you know, be what God needs us to be. Cause I always think about it as this line. You, t- mm-hmm. you know, you talk about like time travel, it's like this line. This is time, right? Mm-hmm. And so we we're doing, we're going up and down across the same mm. line at the same time that that's us getting it right messing up cycles right yeah so he talked about the, the crushing process and how, how god has to mold you mm. to what he wants you to be you think about samson now. god so I'm, I'm equating the lady you're just talking about with samson god still got the glory so he's mm-hmm. like hey, it ain't your time yet mm-hmm. when you go against when you know what i call for you i'm still gonna get the glory and this is scary oh part. yeah this is the scary part. So I believe that God will give us so many opportunities and chances to work in our calling. He was like, hey, this needs to be oh, done. Yeah. So let's just say oh, those yeah. hundreds of people need to be saved, right? He's like, if you won't do it, somebody else I'm, somebody else will. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I get that everybody has a call at the same time. It's like, especially, I think it's just like when we know, and then God knows mm. we know. <laughs> and we still not doing it anyway. He's like, bro, them people need to get saved. Somebody, yeah. my will will be done. Yeah. So if, if I you gotta use a drunk, it, if I gotta use, if I gotta you know, use uh, anybody, the, the, yeah, if I gotta use a murderer, it doesn't matter. I'm if I gotta use, what do you use a donkey? If you I gotta, yeah. use, come on now. And so you might as well have it be you. If I gotta speak out of a bush, <laughs> I was talking to this guy the other day. I well, no, I was telling this story the other day. I he was like, man, you believe all that stuff because I'm in the army, you know, not many people believe mm-hmm. they believe in something but like don't you know they don't like to say like i believe in a guy it makes people think they weak and stuff well, that's all story. But, mm-hmm. um i said he's like man 
you always talking about God and this and the third. I said, I'm really not. I'm just, you know, he's just part of my life. So this is what come out, right? I was talking to people about their relationship and stuff with God. And he was like, uh, I don't believe in nothing. I'm just going to be dirt. And I said, all right, cool. I said, let's look at it like this. I'd rather be wrong in the end. If what I had nothing else, I have nothing to lose. <laughs> if what I'm wrong, mean? we still dirt. You know, dog? Like, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I always just invite people to, man, try, try them out. You give you a smile. I, I always use the same thing with try like, Jesus. Try. What do you say? Don't, say, try Jesus. Don't try me. Don't, don't try me. Right. <laughs> right. I throw them hands. What do you say? But that's why I, I said, if nothing else mattered, all this spiritual stuff we talking about, right. everything we just said was just in the trash. I I hmm. still I rather believe in God than not believe in God and be wrong. But see, God has shown Himself to be so very real. Let Himself, me tell you yeah. something. I seen him in different forms so how do you I'm, how do you get to that point you, I, that's some, I, I don't think i think people are underestimating i'm you know consecration what, consecration right, and see that the brokenness the brokenness is the beauty you, you got to understand for gold how is gold made it has to go through a furnace. it got to be under much pressure yeah. much heat and how our diamonds made they got to be squeezed and they burst the rocks are squeezed and burst under fire and pressure you got to go to the furnace for gold to be gold you must be go to the furnace and once you go to the furnace and you be refined through the furnace you'll understand at the end but sometimes you might not understand while you're in the midst of it Mm-hmm. But sometimes you have to flow with what you don't even understand. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to let go and just let God have his way. I remember I was listening to Paula White one time, and she's talking about how she was going swimming with the horses, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she said she'd never been swimming before. And so when she, uh, when she would go down, the horse was supposed to take her down under the water and bring her up. And a wave was supposed to come over her head, right? Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be a very beautiful experience, very surreal experience. But she's scared for her life, so she's she's holding on to uh um what's the things called the the um the horses have on it the saddle she's holding on to the yeah the the saddle real and, and tugging on it real hard yeah and so she's resisting the process. So as <laughs> the horse is trying to take her down, she's actually starting to choke on all the water mm. because she's panicking. And she feels like she's going to die. And she feels like, you know, she's about to drown and everything. Mm. And she's like, God, you're going to let me go out like this? And then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit told her, yeah. let go. Flow with what you don't even understand. Because Yo, he said, listen, the horse knew the natural rhythm of the water. The Holy wow. Spirit knows the natural rhythm of your life. So sometimes you got to let go. And allow God to take you down into the valley and let him take you through the mountains and let him take you into those places that you don't want to go, that you don't understand why. Like Job, and you're going to have flesh moments. Even Jesus cried out, God, let this cup pass from me. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to die on the cross of Calvary, but when God told Jesus that this is for a bigger purpose, it's greater than you. This is for all humanity to be set free. You got to die. He loved us so much that he manifested himself in flesh. Sacrificed his life. Took lashes 
far iniquities and transgressions and, and died for our salvation. Mm-hmm. Because after Adam and Eve sinned, that's when the world had the, 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 the original plan for our lives and destination had changed. When sin was birthed, then you were given the automatic um, right to choose. But before they were deceived in the garden, before they were deceived in the garden, um, and Eve was deceived, and uh, she led Adam to follow with her into that deception. And they realized that they were naked because once you fall into deception, then your spiritual eyes open Mm-hmm. So they were able to see, oh my gosh, I made a mistake. Now I, I realize that I'm exposed. I'm exposed. I'm 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 out. I literally I'm I'm I don't want to say it, but I'm out. Yeah. God forgive me. But they they were asking <laughs> about it. But you know, um it's all good. <laughs> but they, they they were exposed. So yeah. they hid from God like we do sometimes. But he always knows us. He knows us. He knows our end before our beginning. He knows everything in between. (laughs) So I don't even, I'm like, you know what? Go ahead. I'm just going to lay back and I'm going to let you just have your way. You just tell me what to do and I'll do it. You tell me I'm not going to resist because. I love it. Yes. (laughs) You you, you tell me what to do and I'm going to do it because I realize that the longer that I fight with you, no matter what, you're going to win. You know what I'm saying? For one. And number two, it's just like, I have been whooped so many times spiritually. You, I, I'd rather get whooped physically than get whooped spiritually. For real. Hmm. Come on now. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be so very transparent. Come on, there's been times, there's been times. Sometimes God will put you in an uncomfortable position to get you your, get your attention. Yeah. If he knows how stubborn you are, if it takes him putting you in a jail cell to get your attention. Yeah. To get you away from that gang, to get you away from all these things that you into that you ain't got that, no that business being into. That moment of stillness. Exactly. And in stillness. Yeah. That's when you can hear. Can but hear. you must wow. be still. Whew. You cannot move. Oh my God, I feel the Holy Spirit so powerful right now. Yeah. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, thank you, Father. And so once I and it it took so long for me to learn this and and you know I was so eager to work in the kingdom. I was so eager because I was I I knew what I was supposed to do. But the thing is, God had said I gotta finish strengthening you, even though yes you're healed, yes mm-hmm. you're declaring it. Even though sometimes that spirit might want to come in the form and appear and have a familiar spirit and make it appear as if you're going through, but you're not, mm-hmm. you know, but I, I I just want you to just stand still. I got you. I got you. I'm mm-hmm. testing you to make sure that you're going to stand still because if you move every movement, matters everything that you say matters your tongue is the most powerful weapon Mm. Mm. 
Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Anytime I move before God, Okay. I get frustrated. Yeah. I would get so frustrated when I would get sit back down and I would get whooped and I would I would be like, but I'm doing it from the pureness of my heart. But he's like, but you're not ready yet. I gotta strengthen you. Mm. You've suffered for 30 years. You've only been healed for a year and maybe a half. So I need you to rest. Yeah, wow. Yes, you're called. Yes, you're appointed. Yes, you're anointed. Yes, you can lay hands. Yes, you can call it out. Yes, you can do this, that, and the other. But your season, the season is very important. Mm -hmm. You step out in the wrong season, the enemy has legal right to do things that will hinder you, that will hurt you. I'm trying to protect you because I love you. I know what's best for you, so be still. So I finally understood it. And I finally, I lost that spirit of eagerness. Mm -hmm. And I thank God for it. And so that's why a lot of people, they, I would say that I would declare what is to come. But I would never say when it's coming. And people expect for me to do things overnight. No, I'm not, I'm not working on your timing. I'm not doing it right now. I'm only saying what God tells me that I'm released to say because mm -hmm. you got to watch what you say, especially if you're working on ministry online because yeah. there's so many spirits out here that's working against you. And if you don't have clear sight to know whom is on your page, let me tell you because when I see certain people, see, I don't just see the person. Yeah. I can see your crowning. I can see different things, you know, about you. God will tell me everything I need to know about you without mm -hmm. me even talking to you. Everything I need to know, I just ask God. And I don't even have to ask. He'll just, it's, it's, it's like a resume will be right there. Mm. So when I seen you, when God had led me to your podcast, it was divine intervention. Okay. And that's why I stayed on there. And I said, okay, thank you, God. This is my brother. I know who he is. You don't even, the thing is, you don't even know how powerful you are. You don't even know how high hmm. you're going. You don't even know my Lord. Mm. You ain't even seen the vision yet, the, the, the real vision yet. Yeah. But God is honoring your dedication. My God, Brisikion chundo mata. 
Remember, remember your son, Lord God, Jesus. Cover him from the top of his head, from the soles of his feet, Lord God. Wherever his feet touch, Lord God, may he take dominion over that territory. May he bring restoration. Every mantle that is built upon any land that he steps on, it's your fault if it is not of you. Amen. Any witch, any demon, Amen. any imp that is rising against him, any generational witch or curse, we bind and we break it and we cast it to the abyss of hell. We strip you of your raiment. You are rendered powerless. We send the heavenly host to be with you at all times. We send Angel Michael and Angel Gabriel to be at your right and left at all times. To take their place, we send link angels to cover your house in every, ooh, Jesus. Amen. Every corner, everywhere. May your Holy Spirit forever clean, cleanse his house. May your Holy Spirit forever dwell with him. And speak to him and cover him and intercede for him, Lord God, Jesus. Lord, he needs you more than ever. Cover him in his union. May nothing rise against that union. I pray for that union. May what you put together, let no man put asunder, Lord Jesus. I see so many working against your union, but it shall not prosper. Mm. No weapon, no weapon formed against you, Shabbat, my son. God is so very proud of you. Just listen to your heart. You will be guided to the right direction. He's going to lead you and connect you to the right people divinely. I received it. You're going to feel, you got, your spirit, it's, it's like your spirit's going to know them. You're gonna, it's just gonna feel like that family, like you've known them for a lifetime. Hmm. And you're gonna be able to trust them. And you have to surround yourself around people that are greater than you because that helps you grow. They, they count the people that's gonna challenge you, people that's gonna hold you accountable. And I'm not, not only for you, but for anybody that watches this. Surround yourself around people that are so much higher than you, people that you look up to, people that are doing things, that are motivated, that are not playing, they're not wasting time, they're not sitting around just, just, just allowing time to pass by. Time is of the essence. It's time to work, it's time to move. But you must first listen. You must first be in order. You must first be you must first correct those things that was done in secret because the heavenly father sees all and knows all in the mighty name of Jesus Lord God I thank you for my brother Jay bless his life every area in his life Lord Jesus may he never lack hmm Oh God, I thank you. We'll talk about some things after Ooh. we get off. We'll okay. talk about some things. Ooh, Jesus. Okay. Ooh, but I feel Man. the fire. Yeah, we definitely gonna stay on. Hey, <sighs> thank you. <laughs> 
Wow. Always. I, I, Always. I, yeah, I felt, yeah. That's, what's That's what we're here for. And so, <laughs> let me get my stuff together. All right. Um, <laughs> so, this is for the people that's listening, like you said, is watching. So this, this, that was an example, right? Yeah. And so I just, well, I don't know why I keep coming up in my head and my mind and my heart to say this, but I keep repeating myself, but it's just like, if, if it feels like a lot, it's, bec- it's because it is. It is. I think that's, that's why I think I'm gonna call this episode heavy, <laughs> <laughs> for real. So if it feels heavy, it's because, that's what it is. And so just like she just did, when you invite the Holy Spirit, when you go to that place, you're in your war room, you pray, you know, it's heavy. <laughs> right? And, and so much from the, you, you probably feel better, right? And so oh, yeah. it's understanding that. And so when you go to that place and you, you, know, you allow God to come in, it's going to feel completely different than what you ever felt or ever will feel again. Don't be afraid yeah. of it. Invite it in and get to know your daddy. Right. Yes, Lord. Know your heavenly father. And so that, that's kind of an example of what it is. Uh, that's speaking in tongues, what she just did. And that's, that's a heavenly language that when you don't know what to say, you're saying it in the spirit to kind of explain it to you. Um, I was going to put as well towards the end. Um, I always tell people to, obviously you can hit up to me if you want to put stuff in the uh, bio as well. Oh, yeah. But, you know, if you have questions about whatever, just talked about whatever she just did. It, I do as well. Right. <laughs> I mean, I got to tell people too, like, yeah, I, you know, I have my own, my own way as well. Uh, get up early in the morning. I run, have my time or on my way to work. Cause you look a long drive. I find those times to, to speak in tongues, to talk to my, my my father, right? My heavenly father. Yes, and to Lord. go to war. But it's heavy. And so what you're experiencing on this podcast is is a heavy, heavy anointing. And it's and I wanted to say before we got to the last two segments, um, because a lot of people have approached me, and this is the last question before the last two segments for you. Um, is mm-hmm. when someone does something like that and they say Cause this is the fourth, I mean the same, like the same thing, like what you, what you, what you probably finna tell me, hopefully, I think I know, I feel like it might be a little different, but people have told me the same thing is similar. It's, it's, it's scary. It was scary for me at first when somebody spoke an anointing or, or got something in the spirit about me. And mm-hmm. so when, they, if they have this experience, I'm happy to ask me like, Hey, what do I do when someone approaches me and tells me I have this spiritual gift or I have this on my life? What am I going to do? What, what is their next step? And then we'll kind of, we'll get on out of here. What do you recommend rather that they do? So like someone has an experience, you know, and then like, what, what do they do? They'd be like, I don't know what to do. All right. This lady just talk to me, blah, blah, blah. And what now? Um, I and would I thank you for, I'm sorry, Amy, because I, I appreciate you. We're going to talk about this in a minute, obviously, but thank you so much. I oh you always 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 I like I said I flow with with the uh with the Holy Spirit um whatever the Holy Spirit leads me to do yeah but um I would seek wise counseling because if you don't have understanding and then you know um read the word for yourself mm-hmm. don't go to nobody else go to God 
you know, um, if you don't know, go straight to Google and type it in, yeah. you know, um, type it in. I'm serious. There, no, there's there's some things yeah. I'll look up on Google and I'll be like, I need scriptures on, you know, uh, you, you can type in for, for this, for this segment, you can type on scriptures on speaking in the Holy Spirit. Right. I actually just, just did a, um, a whole lesson about gifts and discernment and, um, about, um, the, the pulpit and false yeah. prophets and, um, being wise and, um, the Holy Spirit. All, I, I just spoke about all this and it took about like an hour and a half. If you want, you can mm -hmm. come to my page. You're invited. And I, and I, I broke it down and I pulled out over 20 different scriptures. Mm. Um, but it was very powerful and it, 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 it taught you a lot. And see, the thing is, I have all the bookmarkings right here that I can okay. go through, but, um, let them go to your page and get it. Yeah. yeah it'd be easier. It'd be a lot easier. Um, but God was actually calling. He was actually, it wasn't, it was more so God was calling the, the ministers out, mm -hmm. but it, he was calling the ministers out because it's very angry with a lot of ministers. Um, and God was saying, that's why you got to be very careful who you sit under. You got to be very careful who you speak for counseling. You got to be very careful um, who you ask. And that's why God says, come to me, come mm -hmm. to me first. Because the Bible, it has all the knowledge, all the wisdom, all the understanding right here. But yeah. the thing is, people don't take the time to read it. They don't take the time to read it. Okay. And if, yeah. if, if you fall in love with God, I'm trying to tell you, it would be a beautiful journey. It'd be something that you would never want to let go. I mean, I might have not have all the answers, but let me tell you, I've had some phenomenal experiences that's undeniably only God. When I was on my deathbed and everybody was preparing my funeral and I, as you look at me now, I'm tiny, but mm -hmm. when I was, uh, on my deathbed, I looked like I weighed from about 400 pounds and I was black and blue. Mm. And I looked like I was already laying in a casket and they said that I would never come out. They flew everybody from Georgia, from South Carolina, from New York, from Philly, from everywhere to prepare a funeral. But God had spoke a word and he called, he called my family out one week before it happened. Mm. And they, the church, they stopped the, they stopped the church and they said, I got to speak to the Ramsey family. They said, something really bad is going to happen to your daughter. But let me tell you, she shall live and not die. Wow. So one week later, when this happened, as they're looking at a dead body on life support. And the doctors are saying, prepare. They're having meetings with them preparing them, sitting them down. I'm trying to tell you, real meetings. They're having those speeches, you know, to, to mm -hmm. get them in for the grieving session. But uh, my godmother is a minister and she kept walking up to my mother and she kept saying, whose report are you gonna believe? Remember what God said. Remember what God called out one week ago. And they said that, and then they, then they changed it as my numbers just changed out of nowhere. And then they were like, well, her numbers change if she makes it. She might be in a coma for a couple of years. And then if she even makes it through that, then on the step down. 
Mm. And then that might take a whole another lot of time. God said not so. Uh-huh. God woke me up in seven miraculous days. I learned how to walk, talk, get my knowledge back yeah. all over again. <sighs> Nothing but a living testimony, I'm trying to tell you. When I was in my second coma, my brain, my liver, my kidneys, my lungs all failed. God woke me up that same night within hours. The first time, with the first coma, it was my lungs that failed. Mm -hmm. The second one, it was my brain, my kidney, and my liver. My God. The second one was worse, but I woke up in one day. But you see, because I've been fighting differently, I was positioned differently, I've been in warfare differently, I've grown more. Mm -hmm. I wasn't 18 anymore, I was 28 now. So I knew a little bit more. A lot was exposed because I've been praying and fasting a lot more. You know, so the enemy couldn't come at me in the same way. And so you gotta understand that the enemy works. One thing I wanna say, Stop giving the enemy credit over what happens in your life. God ordains things to happen to bless you. God allowed me to suffer from 21 terminal illnesses in order for me to be able to connect with every type of person. Mm -hmm. If I'm not able to connect with these people and, and, and be able to witness that God is a healer, that God is a redeemer, that God is, you know, he's, he's real, his, his, his touch is real. That he'll come find you in the hospital when you're by yourself, that he, he'll catch your tears in jars when, when you feel like you're hopeless. How can I reach out to the world if I don't bear these thorns, if I, you know, I, I can connect to them personally. But see, people always thought that the physical suffering was the worst part. And I had open heart surgery. Let me yes. see, if I name the things, it was sickle cell, asthma, allergies, then let me tell you, all the other things, the 19 other illnesses, yeah. I told the doctors eight years or more before they even pronounced it because the Holy Spirit would reveal to me how the enemy would try to fight me. Yeah. God revealed that the enemy was trying to fight me with a spirit of, now hear me, spirit of avascular narcosis thrombosis arthritis, meaning my bones would break down and deteriorate into nothing at every joint. That's why I've had my right hip replaced twice now. Wow. The second time they hit a nerve and that's why from my knee down, actually a little bit higher down, I cannot feel. But mm-hmm. because I've been praying uh, and because of God, the feeling is coming back mm-hmm. now. And restoration is coming back. And I have what they call drop foot. My foot yep, uh, goes yep. straight down. I can't hold it up. So I have brace and everything else. But God said, I'm re- going to restore that. Don't worry. I don't worry about a thing because I've seen his power all my life. Okay. Then after that, uh, I call, I told them I started having strokes, started having seizures. I started mm. having, um, I told them something was wrong with my brain. I knew the enemy was trying to fight me with my brain. I knew the enemy and it got exposed. The enemy was trying to put me in insane asylum. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. He was trying to take my memory. He was trying to give me a spirit of um, uh, what is it? We forget everything. Am, uh, amnesia. Amnesia, is it? Yeah. amnesia. He was trying to do that. He um. He. Whew, let me tell you something. I call. I called it all out. I I told them, run tests on my brain. They ran a test first time and they saw a tumor on my brain, a mass on my brain. I said, God said not so. I said, run the test again. They came back to me. They ran the test same day. They ran the test three more times. Three times it came, all of a sudden it disappeared. I said, because you know what God said? There's no possible way that I can bear, oh, at that time, 19 illnesses and I can't bear sickle cell and cancer because God said he will never put more on you than you can bear. And mm. even though the physical things was not the heavy things that I bared, it was still going to be too much for me. And I said, it's not possible. So we're on the test again. It disappeared like that. And they couldn't believe it. They couldn't believe it. Mm. And what I hated, when I came out the coma, you know, the, the lady told me, she said, oh, you one of the lucky ones. When I looked at her, I said, no, this ain't I'm luck. one of the blessed ones. Right, this ain't no luck involved. This ain't no coincidence. I'm one of the blessed ones. I'm highly favored. I ain't the same. No, luck ain't got nothing to do with this. All of this is God's glory. Don't get it twisted. Okay. <laughs> Last two segments, because we're going to talk okay. after this. Man. All right. As always. I'm proud of you. I say this to everybody because thank you. Whoo, that's that's heavy. This is the title of this podcast. I take that to heart. Oh my lord! Um, I always tell people I'm proud of them because I don't think we hear it enough. It's not enough positivity, not for what you've been through, but just in general. I am proud of you. Um, I see you, right? I feel you. And like you like I said before, of course, we're going to talk after this, but uh, I'm so happy that you were able to give people a glimpse of the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Right. And this, this is kingdom work for sure. You validated a lot of things for me already, even, you know, considering this podcast or whatever. But um, like I said, I'm proud of you. So that's the first part. Last two segments. We're going to lighten this up a little bit. Just a little. Uh, Your favorite superpower. (laughs) (laughs) This is a a staple here in the No Tech Talk podcast. Um, Uh, If I could have any superpower, what would it be? And how would you make money using it? I'd want to fly like an eagle. Mmm. I want to soar like an eagle. I want to be free. So how would you make money using that? I if I, I don't even need money. That's the thing. Oh come on, man! Come on. Okay, you deliver. I, but if I if 
<laughs> okay, if if okay, I'll just flow with what you're going with. So, how would I make my music yeah, fly? It's supposed to be light and airy. We're good. <laughs> because uh, let me see. I will say if, you if I'm, if if I'm able to soar as an eagle, yeah, I'm able to move swiftly mm-hmm. and uh. People don't really catch too many eagles. They're not, they're not really spotted by the eye, you know. So, um, be a secret I agent. Could come in, yeah. <laughs> I could come in, and I can. I know how to blend in. You know. Okay, I, you I, work in my six. I see. So the reason why I do that, and I I love it because you actually like gave me a power. People are always so deep. That's so ironic have such a heavy conversation and you actually pick a superpower everybody be like i want to make everybody feel good no i want you to pick a real superpower and you did i appreciate that (laughs) um so the reason i do superpowers i always tell people it's like uh if you ever go on a first date or something is Mm -hmm. always ask somebody this question because you you can uh see the opposite of them you can see like they're the real them because if you want to soar that means you might feel grounded in some areas right so it's, it's usually the complete opposite and so that's what really a superpower is it's a sense of freedom to do what we want to do with that power so that's what that's about our last yeah. segment <laughs> i was you know what i was gonna make this a part two but nope they're gonna hit, listen to this whole two-hour podcast they'll be all right uh, <laughs> whatever the last part is man segment, there's so much i want to tell you but yeah we're gonna get into it so i'll stop recording okay. um hold on gotta get to it last part of the segment is the scripture this particular scripture has never been on the podcast it's tailored just for you it's one that i prayed Aww. on thought about and it would never be on the podcast ever again i always say Aww. whenever i get to that episode where i run out of scriptures i'll start i start over i don't know we'll cross the bridge when we get there but it's a lot of scriptures oh, in the wow. Bible. if i if i if i run out of scriptures that means i'm doing pretty good in the podcast hey. <laughs> be all right. um so i chose so when I was meditating, meditating on this, uh, worship was real heavy uh, this morning. Mm. I was I had this little playlist on YouTube. I was listening, uh, you know, Tasha Cobb, Jonathan McReynolds, stuff like that. Yeah. So I was looking, thinking about my scriptures and uh, Psalms, obviously, the worship Ooh. capital book, you know, of the, the Bible for the people that don't know. Um, yes, Lord. So I, it came out of Psalms 26, uh, 1 through 3. Since so you got your Bible out, you know. Yes, Lord. No, I'm, I got. I got to say, let me know you got it. <laughs> Wait, Psalms. You saw, saw, Psalms. What? Psalms twenty-six, one through three. All right, I'm at Psalms twenty-eight. Okay, I'm here. Yep, that's how they say in church. Three. Like, let me know you get it. God, I got Amen. It. <laughs> I got it. Um. So it says, uh, and I, I come from the English Standard Version. I'm not sure what, uh, what you have. Probably KJV or something. But it says, "Vindicate oh, wow. me, O Lord, for I have walked in my integrity." And I have trusted mm. the Lord without wavering. How ironic is that based off of our conversation? Just saying. Not ironic. It's spirit filled, right? So No, you prove, about to make me cry. <laughs> prove me, O Lord, and try me. Test my heart and my mind. For your mm. steadfast love is before my eyes, and I walk in your faithfulness. So mm. usually I would explain my part and give you, you know, you still have an opportunity to talk about that as well for a little bit, but I think it's already Can I read my version? Can I read my version? Yes. The King James? Go for it. (laughs) Judge me, O Lord, for I have walked in mine integrity. I have trusted also in the Lord, therefore I shall not slide. Examine me, O Lord, and prove me. 
Try my reins and my heart, for thy loving kindness is before mine eyes, and I have walked in thy truth. Goodness. Woo. I know. That's not a coincidence. That's how we're trying to tell no. folks. Like, are you listening? Every, like, I, I picked this prior Jesus. to our conversation, not knowing where it was going to go. And we literally, like, talked about everything in that scripture. That's, and that's you know crazy. what? The, the funny thing is, I had so much other things planned to say. And mm-hmm. it went a whole different direction. Yeah, it, it did. <laughs> everything we talked about was, like, in the trash. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. But I love this. I love yeah. this. This this is amazing. It's very transparent. It's very honest. Um, my God, I pray that this blesses somebody because yeah, we we we, it's we hit it. me, man. The fire yeah. is still on me so heavy. Jesus, and this scripture, my God. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, this is yeah. This is definitely you would have been wants. a blessing to me. Yeah, and I'm gonna sow into your ministry. You hear me? Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. I'm definitely doing We're gonna that. keep talking, but I gotta end the episode. Okay. So you got anything got anything last words for the people out there on the airways? Whew. Uh grace is not given. Hmm. Mm. Just lift. But it's given to the one that endures to the end. Mm. If you can endure to the end, my Lord, it's all going to be worth it. Everything, every thorn, every cross that I had to carry. Every season where... I felt like giving up everything where I felt like my whole life was falling apart. It was actually falling in order. Mm-hmm. If you endure through it, allow God to take you through it. You will arrive. And when you arrive, God's going to give you new life, new clarity. It's all going to be worth it. I want you to hold on. I'm praying and interceding for those that are watching. Hold on. If you need to speak with me, if you need me to pray and stand in agreement, I'm here. But hold on. Amen. Because God is with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. And please, please. Bless this man of God, because he is surely tending to the flock. He's been so very transparent. He's very, he's a leader. He stands very separate. His gifts are very, very unique. Hmm. And I encourage you to watch his podcast anytime he comes on. Please watch his podcast. It will bless you. Amen. It will bless you. All right. All right. This has been another edition of the No Tech Talk podcast. It's always a reminder to live life on purpose and live a little No Tech in your life. Peace. Amen.